0: Hello, come on in, it's Cat, meow. And you're in for a treat. Straight out of the oven, it's Cinema Buns. Back with another hot fresh take on film. Time for Cinema Buns. Let's dig into the bun, hun. Ready? I am ready. Great, because we just began. Oh, woo! <laughs> Um, Hey, this is a mini, so we're going to keep it brief. We want to let everyone know there's no spoilers. We're just talking about TV that we watched in the last year, but we're not saying specifically um, how it all ended or (laughs) details that would ruin your enjoyment of it. Although, hopefully after this episode, you don't go then watch those shows because I'm saying this is bad. I'm spelling the T today. (laughs) Oh, so it's not just a numbered list of shows that we watch starting in January So this is just of 2020. I already said all the TV that we watched on the main episode. You and Mm -hmm. I went through our favorites of the year. Yes, This is my least favorite television shows of 2020.
1: Yes, but I'm just clarifying. It's not that you're just reading the names of shows saying if you were interested. It's that we're talking about... Do you want to start over?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, let's keep going. I'm too old and too tired for retakes. Okay, okay. ladies, this is what you get.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: so this is not necessarily shows that were made in 2020, although most of them are from 2019 and 2020, but these are shows that we watched in 2020. So if you want to know what was good, listen to our main episode. Now for the list. Anything you want to say before we begin? Uh, we watched TV. Mm-hmm. It happened. We're going to tell you about it excellent. Honestly, we watched a lot of good TV. I feel like the list of good was harder for me to make because I was like, there was so much good, but I was able to narrow down the ones that were like excellent, excellent. Mm -hmm. But most of it, I was like, that was fun. Even something where I wasn't like, I will always remember Lego Masters as being exemplary television. I really enjoyed Lego Masters and had a sincerely good time the whole, the whole viewing of it. So yeah, You know, there was a lot of stuff that was like slightly above mid range, pretty good. So here's the stuff that's, you know, slightly below mid range to bad. Uh, The first thing I wanted to mention is, um, well, I guess I should just say your opinion is that my opinion is this Kim's opinion is that so, uh, if you love these shows, I'm so happy for you. I'm glad that you found your thing. Honestly, some of these are like, not bad. They're just not my thing. So if you find comfort and joy in this, more power to you, my friend. Um, Okay, so the one that I wish I had found more comfort and joy in was one that neither you nor I particularly were as crazy about as we wanted to be, and that was Good Omens.
1: Oh yeah, I was wondering, (laughs) as I sat here and we started this podcast, I was like, where's Good Omens gonna show up in this list?
0: I, I think the reason it's so frustrating was because I had really high expectations. Mm-hmm. So it's a Neil Gaiman novel that they adapted for a limited release. I think it was just the one season. It was from 2019. We watched it on Amazon Prime, and David Tennant is in it as, like, moody wearing eyeliner kind of dark angel which sounds terrific uh he's of course in doctor who as one of the doctors as well as he was in um what's the jessica jones yeah i liked him in that yeah but would you like to say anything about this show
1: it just kept going
0: i think that's the thing that i remember
1: the most about watching it is that we would watch it, and I'd just be like, oh, we're still here. Mm-hmm. We are still here. Just took a wh- it. Yeah, I guess I was just underwhelmed with the ending. It took, obviously, this is how shows work, but all the episodes lead to the ending, and I just went on. But that doesn't mean that, like, the actors weren't great, because yeah. I really appreciated everybody in their roles. They did such a great job. I just don't think it adapted well for TV.
0: That's very true. It took forever to get anywhere, and then it never got anywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. The whole thing was because it's supposed to be um, these angels who are, like, it's leading up to end times. And so the whole thing is, like, leading up to the end of the world. And then these angels are trying to, like, maybe stop the end of the world because they're enjoying the world. And so it sounds like it's going to be cheeky and fun and um, very epic. And it just felt like everything was leading to the final battle. And then it didn't really deliver much, so, um, yeah, I could have lived without it, which is sad, because I'm sure the book itself is actually wonderful, and I know that um, some things were better here, like, I heard that the relationship between the two angels was better in the show, you don't get as much of that in the book, Hmm. and so I did enjoy that, but I think we probably missed a lot of Information that if you read the book first and then watch the show, you might enjoy it more. So uh, the next show is one that I feel weird adding on this list, but I only watched one episode of and just decided no more, and that was Glow Up. It was from 2019. It was like a makeup show, but to be fair, I don't really like reality TV unless it's like Drag Race or Queer Eye, so that one could be on me, but I only watched the one episode. I don't think you watched any of it, did you? I did not. Uh, I thought it was going to be really, like, colorful and exciting, like, different makeovers. I think I wanted, like, stage uh, FX, like, you know, um, doing, like, monster makeup and stuff. This was, like, who can do the perfect lip? And they, like, zoomed in on someone's lip and they were like, "Mm, this red lipstick, went a little out of the lines, wrote them off. And I was like, okay, that was so boring. (laughs) (laughs) I could do my own makeup. So I'd rather just watch beauty YouTubers. Um, (laughs) Hardly much to talk about. Uh, The next one is another one that I feel really sad because I was really excited for and that's feel good. Oh, okay. So it premiered this 2020 in March. It was on Netflix. And it's Mae Martin's. Mm-hmm. Did she write it? Yeah, wrote it, produced it, starred in it.
1: I think somebody else directed it, but it's very much a project from her mind. And I really love her stand up. And there were parts of the show that I did enjoy and appreciate, but it's also frustrating because I think it, from what I've read, because this hasn't been my own life experience, but from what I read, it's very, it captures the feeling of. Loving an addict and all the frustrations That go along with it So even though the name of the show is Feel Good It does not feel good to watch it
0: Yes, and Mae Martin, in my understanding, uses both she and they pronouns, so Mm -hmm. I will use those interchangeably, but I love Mae's stand-up. I've seen uh, clips before of comedy specials, and it's always hilarious, so I was like really looking to feel good, (laughs) (laughs) and you're right, this show is a lot more about addiction than it was LGBT stuff, and Mm -hmm. I think I wanted to see like a cute, fun woman-woman couple falling in love, and I kind of felt like... Uh, oh my gosh, like, stop using. <laughs> and so yeah. I understand that that's not how addiction works, and it is a disease, and it's not a choice. And so I get that it's a real issue. I think maybe I just wasn't prepared for it. And I also was just, yeah, kind of on edge and stressed the whole time. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in addiction issues and you like kind of a dark comedy take on Addiction stuff, feel good, might be more for you. I think I just might need to readjust my expectations before we get another season, which I hope we yeah. do because I want the show to improve. Yeah,
1: it's been picked up for another season. Okay. I don't know if they're writing it or. I think they've started shooting it. I've seen some tweets about that, that they were working on it in the fall. But yeah, mm-hmm. we'll just have to readjust our expectations.
0: Yeah, I, I think that it um, just had so many frustrating things where I was like just don't do that like just stop just don't do that and then um, I just felt bad about the people in May's the character May's life I think the character is also named May on the Mm -hmm. show it's somewhat like semi autobiographical so it felt like there was a lot of truth in the writing and I did appreciate that but there were just so many bums in that person's life where I was like oh these people are so toxic, you need to get them out, and you need to get better, so, and obviously that's not what happens in a season one, so... I feel like weird spilling the tea today, <laughs> you can even call it that, because I'm just like not in the mood, because I feel like a lot of shows now, like I know people who work on them, or I know people who have significant others who work on them, so I'm like, I feel like I have to be really careful about what I do and don't say, but um, I don't know, it, it's weird when you make film and you know how hard it is. And then someone comes along and criticizes it and you're like, that was my baby. So I do want to be fair in my reviews and say, uh, these might not be our shows. Doesn't mean they're bad shows. That being said, I'm perfectly comfortable blasting the next two shows and the last two shows, I only have two more shows to go and I hate them both. And I feel comfortable saying that the ones I already listed were just not for me. The last two I'm going to mention are just. No, they're bad. (laughs) I don't feel good about it. I wish I hadn't watched them. But before I say that, these are two shows that I know you did not watch. So if you want to say anything else, please.
1: Um, Well, both of these shows are a surprise to me, whatever they are. So can't wait to hear your feedback about them.
0: You definitely know one of them. Okay. You know that I hated this show. Okay. <laughs> uh, but were there any shows that you wanted to mention that you were like, you know, we didn't need that in our year? Um, We watched most of our TV together this year, but because I was furloughed from work and home all the time, I think I watched additional shows. But I think yeah. the only show that you watched without me was Bly Manor and then Dickinson, which I'm now watching. Yeah, I also watched Ted Lasso without you. Oh, And, and you're that's going to be
1: the thing that I say. I'm going to end my portion of opinions on the show by saying, like... If you've got access to Apple TV+, if you've purchased an iPhone or a Mac product in the last year, they've probably given you a free
0: subscription to Apple TV+, so you should check that out and go watch Ted Lasso. So, just to clarify, in this episode where we're talking about TV we hate, you want to just mention yes. that you love
1: this one. I just want to say, okay. I'm going to end on a positive note and say, if you need a hug right
0: now, Kay. go watch Ted Lasso. You really like it. I'm very happy.
1: So let's get down to it. What are your last two shows? Okay,
0: the show that I am like just wanting my life back from having watched it is Mr. Robot. Oh yeah, (laughs) you did not like that show. I watched two episodes of it years
1: ago and I don't really (laughs) remember anything about it, but you've given me your updates and I can't, no offense to Rami Malek, I really like things that he's done in other shows and movies.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's his fault. His acting, honestly, is is fine. It's no... I kind of feel like I was continuing to watch it because of him. Mm -hmm. But, like, the writing... So, Mm -hmm. it's from 2015. There are four seasons. It's on Amazon Prime. It's listed as a drama thriller. And I have to be careful about... What I say because I don't want to spoil anything. But basically, whatever you suspect is happening is what's happening. <laughs> like there are no <laughs> twists where I was like, what? Like everything that unfolds. I was like, yeah, that. Why did we take an entire season to reveal that? Like, d- duh. Mm. There was just so much that was really cliched and super done before, over and over again. And I was like, yeah, that. Is that not obviously what's what's happening here? I think that there is a possibility that I'm too dumb to understand this show. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's possible that this show is smarter than I am, but I don't like feeling like that. Like, I don't like feeling alienated, and uh-huh. the show is so techno-babble jargon, like, because he's a computer hacker, so he's always like, clicking keys, like, oh, so smart. And I just, like, now I've hacked into the mainframe, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know if that's how hacking works. So... I really was expecting to like it because I like mysteries and thrillers and I had seen billboards for it years ago and had always heard really good things. But, oh my gosh, I think it just either went over my head or it was as stupid as I think it is. And I just like saw through the facade. But again, no uh, fault of the actors. I actually think the actors all did a lovely job It was just, like, gray lighting, like, uh, it was like watching a non-interesting Matrix for (laughs) an entire season where it's just, like, that really harsh fluorescent lighting and uh, no one ever gets out of the Matrix. So it was like, good gracious, Uh, save yourself. Okay, and then the last show, I don't take any... Uh, responsibility of maybe it's my fault. This one I'm saying is a bad show. I have no qualms with that. They need to apologize. And that was What If. (laughs) It was um, uh, Renee Zellweger plays the like villain sort of character. Jane Levy, who's in uh, Zoe's whatever playlist extraordinary playlist is in it it came out in 2019 on Netflix it's a neo-noir social thriller and here's the here's the review It shows the ripple effects of what happens when acceptable people start doing unacceptable things. Each season will tackle a different morality tale inspired by culturally consequential source material and the power of a single fateful decision to change the trajectory of an entire life. So the trailer looked really fun and it looked really like um, Renee Zellweger tells this young couple that if she gets to do anything she wants for the night with the husband. The wife will get all the money to fund her sciency project. And so you're like, what? Okay, that is that like a real premise? Okay. And like it, it was enough to hook me, but then here's um, someone from NPR has a review, which says it's not a good show, but it's entertaining in a very specific way. And I can speak to that, which is, at least I did watch the whole season. Like, it's interesting enough to finish the season, but it's so bad. <laughs> it's like, it, like they try to add in so many character storylines. Like, it felt like they didn't have enough to fill a whole season. They just keep adding in new storylines that are absolutely extremist. Like, it's not just, oh, a character had an affair. It was like this side character has an affair and then he's kidnapped and then the person has to bug their house with cameras and they have to like escape like it gets to be so so soap opera-y but without the self-awareness i think that's what was missing like it needed more like do doo do like dramatic music so that we know that they know it's a joke but they took it really seriously and Renee Zellweger plays this like perfectly smooth villain who's like always staring off in a window and saying cryptic things but you're like okay what's her master plan and then like as you learn more you're like wait oh what like that was the master plan like it's so half-baked and just like If you're looking for, again, it's not a good show, but (laughs) I guess it was entertaining enough for my season, but they unfortunately did try to put in some things of interest where I was like, well, okay, I'd like a little more of that storyline. But again, there were so many storylines you were like, I'm not going to get more than a few moments of every episode about this storyline so i can't possibly get that invested uh yeah so like she has a brother who's gay and um he's hispanic and so it was interesting to see like he's in an interracial couple as well as a gay couple as well as they start being uh polyamorous and i thought well this is interesting topic and then she's white she was adopted by the hispanic family so it's cool to see like oh Uh, different cultures coming together, but I just didn't think any of it was handled tactfully or adding anything to the conversation. And with that, (laughs) I won't add anything more to the conversation. (laughs) Good day! (laughs) Ah, Yeah, Um, so those are things, those are the five shows that I probably didn't need last year, but... Upward and onward, my love. Yeah. It's a new year. (laughs) It's a new year. It's a new day. It's a new day and I'm feeling good. Oh, and um, we did just start WandaVision and I'm excited to see where it's going to go. I think I said last year that was one of the big things I was looking forward to this year. Yeah. So I won't give any review now because just a mini bun. But I hope you all are feeling groovy, doing well, staying safe, staying sane. Anything else, love? Uh, Nope. Just want this podcast to be over so I can smooch you. Why wait? (laughs) I bet you were going to (laughs) say so that you can have your dinner. And I was like, okay, we'll get your dinner. (laughs) Okay. uh, I got to smooch my wife. Love you guys. Bye. (laughs) Meow.